Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When we're between the lines and we're on the court, that size don't matter. If you're a dog and you can play, you're going to compete. Yep. That's all that matters. You got heart. You got passion. You believe in yourself. You can do anything. You know, being a little guy, bro, we get looked over and I want that guy. Oh, I want that guy. I was just like, yep. I said, man, this guy had me feeling like I picked the wrong sport. I want to go play football now. I want to go hit somebody. Y'all can't preach the little shit to me. I'm the one guy you guys can't do that to. When I get in the game, you're going to know the difference and you're going to see the, the, the temples going to turn up. Welcome back to Gills Arena presented by Underdog Fantasy. Woo, 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 woo. Coming to you live from the Zeke Inn, Tacoma, Washington, day two. Got a very special guest just pulled up on us. Nate Robinson, what's going on with you, brother? What's good? How y'all doing? Doing good. Yeah. yeah. So we talked to IT a little bit about this, but we want to hear from you as well. Just talk to me a little bit about just the community, Seattle, Tacoma, Hoopers. Like, first off, you from Seattle. Is there beef? With Tacoma, how, how does nah, that we out? just don't like coming out here, bro. It's too far. It's too far. <laughs> what, it's too far for us Seattle Hoopers, man. And then it stinks out here and shit. Coming it past, does. The, coming past the Tacoma Dome. You know, we don't like that aroma. We call it the Tacoma aroma. You know, it's been like that for a long time. It's I don't know. We got to act Isaiah why the fuck it smells like that out here. But yeah, we just we just don't like coming out here, bro. It's just a little too far for us. But I mean, us as Hoopers, man, you know, we compete against each other. Uh, because, you know, they say they're from Seattle, but they're from Tacoma. And this is kind of, you know, 40 to almost an hour out. Uh, but, you know, the, the competition just started just, you know, off of just, you know, who wants to be the best? And, you know, Seattle guys say we are. Tacoma guys think they are. And then it's always fun playing against and competing against them. And then now that, you know, we're kind of like coming together and just, you know, branding each other's uh, type of style and how we play. Uh, I think it's just been, you know, great for the community. So, yeah, just talk a little about yourself, man. What you been up to now? Obviously, playing days a few years removed. Yeah, retired, man. On? Just, man, enjoying dad life, man. It's been, you know, such a pleasure, uh, you know, watching my kids grow. You know, getting to, like Tupac said, I'm getting to watch a part of me that wasn't always shaped. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's beautiful to be able to watch, you know, my kids, uh, you know, who, you know, they're flawed, but to me, they're perfect in my eyes. I, I love them to death. Uh, I try to keep my daughter around so much basketball, just so much knowledge uh, where she can, you know, grasp and, and take with her, you know, you know, when she starts, you know, her career. It is crazy. Like, when I, I remember I said, I was like, being an NBA father, we're not really fathers, right? Mm-hmm. We're in this little mode, hey, baby, see when we get home, by the time we get there, they sleep, right? right? We did all that. When we're done and we get to just watch them grow, it's a whole different experience. whole different experience, yeah. Because, like, when you come and go, you get to see them, you get to kiss them, good night, you know, sing, you know, do, you know, read the bedtime story. You get to do all that fun stuff when you're coming in from a long week, you know, playing on the road and coming home. 
you know, you got that, but it's still, it's, it's some type of, uh, how can I say it, like, we're not, a, we're not attached to them like the way that, yeah, yeah, disconnect, we're not attached to them the way, like, their mothers are. Mm -hmm. You know, we get to see a whole other side of them, and then when we're done, then we get to see who they really are. And uh, mm -hmm. for me, it's been it's been great. You know, I got a son that goes to the University of Colorado playing football uh, with Prime. So he's out there balling, playing, oh, his wow. doing his corner, earning his stripes, you know, starting, you know, uh, from the bottom. And I told him, I said, this is the best place to be because from here, the only way from here is up. You know, and you get to learn from all, all these players and coaches and then from the man that, for me, Dion was everything. That's what I wanted to be like when I grew up. I wanted to play football like him. I wanted to go to Florida State like him. I wore number two because he rocked number two. He was my everything. That's who I wanted to be like when I was a young boy. So uh, to see my son, you know, there, I know he's in good hands, and I know he's gonna do, you know, what he's supposed to do uh, as a coach, you know, prime, and then my son as a player. So I'm excited. What position you say your coach, your son played? Uh, cornerback, defensive Corner. back. Yeah. So did you encourage him to go to Colorado? Or did he have that same love for Dion as well and wanted to go there? Uh, he, that he, out? he had the same love. So when I I sent Dion his highlights when he was a junior, my son had like eight picks. He was one of the top players in the state of Washington here uh, when he was at uh, the Black College. He was uh, at Jackson. And Dion was like, I'm going to keep my eye on him. And I was like, cool. Just, you know, respectfully, I was like, if my son go anywhere, I would love him to go to you. Walk on or get a scholarship, whatever. Uh, and when I heard he got the, you know, closer to Washington, he got the job in Colorado. I was like, that's perfect. And when I told my, uh, Dion that my son wasn't getting heavily recruited, which is, which is fine. I told him, I said, you're a little guy. You know, now they're trying to change the whole narrative as, you know, bigger corners, bigger guys in the league and all this other crap. And I was like, and I told coaches, y'all can't preach the little shit to me. I'm the one guy you guys can't do that to. Right. I don't, don't want to hear it. Don't you know, so I told him I don't want to hear it. So if that's what you guys got, I'll take my son kindly and he'll go somewhere that, you know, somebody will accept him to who he is. Because I don't, I don't see big and small and all that crap when we're playing. When we're, behind, when we're between the lines and we're on the court, that size don't matter. If, you, if you're a dog and you can play, you're going to compete. Yep. That's all that matters. Yep. The best players should play. Uh, so Dion was like, man, if you ain't getting no list, bring him here. We don't got no scholarships, but you know he can walk on and earn one for next year. And I was like, bet. That's respect. That's I, want to, I want him to actually earn it so you guys can see he can actually play. And now that he's playing there, he's you know he sent me some little clips today of him locking up and doing what he's supposed to do. <laughs> and coaches are asking, how are you on the walk-on? They're like, Why? like I don't get it. They were like, he was like, man, because they said I was too little. They lied to you. <laughs> so it's good that, you know, he's in the right, you know, position and he's with the right coaches and he's with the right environment. You know, they have so much to prove. And I love that, you know, he started from the bottom. I mean, they went one in 11 last year. And I was like, bro, y'all went two games. You guys did better than what y'all did last Bet, year. So just keep it up. Yeah, sorry. So just keep it up. Yeah. So now, you know, they're going to the Big 12 next year. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch them and see what they do. And I'm just excited for him. So we all came up Pac-10, turned it into Pac-12. <clears throat> now it's cooked. I didn't even talk to you about this shit again, too. How, how do y'all feel about, obviously, Washington coming over UCLA? The Man, the history, is, it sucks. It, it does. Yeah. It really sucks because the Pac-12 and the Pac-10 history, we have so many great guards, like this guy right next to me. You said we you know, all? Baron, da Baron Davis. You said we all came like, from the Pac-10. Then we're going to talk to this side. Okay. Just over there. Just, just, just these two. Just I mean, these two. He was going to Arizona, too, but he ended up going. He went a whole other route and started a whole... He, Luke started, he started this whole high school thing that y'all see now. Guys going to the to the league and, and D League and all that. He started this. So you yeah, got you guys gotta talk to him about West that. Coast, West Coast didn't recruit. Just wanted to know. make sure that the crowd know that. Yeah, we didn't we didn't recruit. Like, man, man, high school. Shit, we might be he, he was one of the coders I seen in high school and coming up. He was the first person I ever seen shoot far like how you used to really? do it. 
high school. Real? I mean, I, 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 he didn't shoot NBA. Uh, like when we had a little, when we went to that uh, college, what is that shit called? Um, a little college, little thing where all the college players go. We hoop and yeah. then we're counselors. Yeah, we uh, did NBA, some little uh, NBA, 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 camp. Yeah, some little camp. We went. He was, he was shooting. I was like, I don't even know how far that is. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I was like, damn. Yeah, and they were, and they were respectfully, they were number one in scoring in college. We were number two, Washington, yep, yep. right behind them guys. So we were supposed to see them in the tournament. Yeah, but they we, had got, lost we got, we right got, we got, we lost to Louisville. They, they kicked our ass out that pick and roll with Rick Pitino. Was yeah, we can stop that shit. It was lit. Damn. So you started playing football, Washington, shifted over to basketball. I remember, uh, I don't even know where I was at, you said, but just seeing you come on the court. And like you said, looks can be deceiving. So we looking at you, but then too, we see you play for a couple <laughs> minutes. It was like, damn, this this moment everywhere, beast on the court. Yeah, because Romar used to tease people about that shit. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, y'all. Like, who's the little guy? They was always calling, who's the little guy? They was calling me Gary Coleman and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who's Gary Coleman? And he was like, because Romar was like, all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. You'll see. You'll see right when the ball tip. Yeah. So, and then like my, I think my gift to the game was I had so much energy. And I just wanted to, like, I would pick the guys up full court and I'll fuck with them the whole game. I wouldn't get tired. And that was my niche. I was like, I can hoop and shit, but I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get on people's nerves and, as much as I can. And then they don't understand I got too much energy. I, I'm right back at you offensively. Yep. So that was my gift uh, so when I brought get, to the pack. Did you get the scholarship for football? I got the scholarship for football. I had no basketball offers in, uh, when, I, when I came out. Wow. Only school that wanted to give me a scholarship, yes. respectfully, and I, and I thank coach, was Gonzaga. But they didn't have a football team, so I told them I was like, "No, thank you." I was like, "I don't care how good so your team." So did you play all four years? At, no. No, I played one year at Washington because they fired Coach Rick Newhouse, my head coach. They fired him. He was betting on the game, not betting on the game, but he bet he, the little tourney pool. He won the tourney pool with like 20, 20 it was like twenty thousand people. It was hella people. He won the tourney pool just luckily, like, and then they won, and somebody ratted him out. And they fired him. And wow. I quit. And I was like, that's it. I'm going to play basketball. And I was like, no more football. Then they brought in Tyrone Willingham from Nebraska, from Notre Dame, mm -hmm. and fucking shit the bed and won like four games in four years. Yep. Damn. And then I'm that changed the program. And then they went and got Coach Peterson and changed the whole shit back up. So Romar had to give you a basketball scholarship, too. I, think I like walked on my first year, yep. Oh, and then the second, my sophomore year, he gave me a, he, okay. I earned a scholarship. So just talking about playing for Coach Rose and just, you know, being able to now excel. Like you said, no basketball scholarships coming out of high school to then becoming a first-rounder at the end of your college career? Yeah, uh, it was cool playing for Coach Rowe. He had to, you know, he kind of taught us how to be men, bro. Like, you know, how to be presentable, how to look apart. You know, back in the day, I wanted to be like Iverson and shit. I had braids, and he was like, the first thing he worried about was like, you going to cut your hair? And I was like, shit, I cut this shit right now. I don't give a fuck about this hair. If you're going to play me, if you're going to play me, I'll cut it today. I'll cut it right, give me some clippers. I'll cut it right now. He was laughing. He was like, all right, I just wanted to make sure. I'm like, I don't care about no hair. Like, this shit can grow back. Yeah, and I was like, I just want to play, coach. I Like, all bullshit aside, whoever's your whoever's your top guard, I'm going to eat them up every day in practice. That's, that's what I'm going to do. Yo, so, yo, who's the... Um, Yo, who's the best player you ever seen out of Seattle? Who's your favorite player? Or Jamal player? Crawford, hands down. He was the, he was doing shit like Rucker Park shit. You know what I'm saying? He's the reason why I went to Rainier Beach, where I was in high school. I went to uh, when I see Maul in seventh, eighth grade, and some of the things he was doing, he was he was dribbling backwards down the court, turn around, mm -hmm. shoot, without yeah. looking, and yeah. you know he was doing and one mixtapes off, falling on the ground, dribbling, mm -hmm. throwing up like throwing down no look. We're like, who is this guy, bro? Who is this? You know, he right, grew up right in the, down the street from the hood. Like, in the hood, I was like... And then uh, my whole family went to Garfield where B-Roy went. My mom, my aunts, everybody. And I was like, I was enrolled there, but I was on the waiting list. And I told my mom back in the day, like, 
South End versus CD. There was like, you know, a lot of beef, people fighting, gun violence, all that other bullshit. And I was like, my mom trying to run and protect myself every day from school because I live in the South End. So I'm not doing that, bro. I'm gonna walk to school, I can walk to school, I'm going to Rainer Beach. Like, yeah. And Jamal's down there. So, yeah. And then I thought, shit, if I'm guarding him every day, I know I can be locking up anybody else because nobody else is doing this. Yep. Yeah. So yep. he asked Jamal every day in practice, I watch out, I'm guarding, pick him up full court. He's a hater. <laughs> Yeah. But I'm you like, I'm close in age. He's he's four years older than you. So my freshman year, yeah. So, so Yo. you said you're a high energy guy. You like to pick people up full court, harass them. Who's a guy that you played against that did that to you? Man, Lindsey Hunter. So yeah. when I, but he was on yeah. his way out. Mm -hmm. He was on his way out when I was in the league. But when I saw him, and people didn't want to fuck with Lindsey Hunter, it was like he'll whoop your ass too. So I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, I gotta be like, I gotta be like this guy, pest, you know, yeah. guys that just don't give a fuck, you know. I was like, all right, I need to be. You know that type of player so uh you know when i came in the league you know i i just was doing the same thing and i knew that guys in the nba they were just you know i won't say hollywood but you know they wanted to just hoop they didn't want to they didn't want to deal with a guy that picked up full court uh i remember the first time when i played against gil i was i'm gonna pick his ass up full court gil just passed the ball and then got the ball back later and with the iso <laughs> and went to work on is like he was the first person i ever seen give somebody 40 in three quarters and sat down the whole four when he did that to Marbury, they was going at each other. But when he did that to Marbury, and I was like, I see this guy every day. I was like, he got to be one of the coldest dude I ever seen. And I was like, damn, he really just gave Marbury 30, 43 and mm. three quarters and sat the whole fourth. I looked at Maul like, bro, he's that nice. He was like, bro, it was nice. And I was like, I remember we had that conversation. Okay, listen, I was just about to bring that up. Hey, listen, we had that <laughs> so my coach is on my ass yeah, about, about yeah, we, shooting, we had, and yeah. I stopped shooting. Yeah, we was, so this is this is funny the story. We played, we're playing in the garden, right? And it was like you got Nate. Oh, this motherfucker, right? Like, cause Marbury, you had Marbury, you had um, Mal, Jamal. We had shit. Y'all had Francis, Steve, Steve, yeah. Steve, Steve, Steve Francis, yeah, Jalen Rose on that Jaylen team. Rose, yeah, yeah, I remember that team. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, damn. cool. I'm not worrying about the old heads, right? So it's like, you got my eyes. I got to match it, right? So late, boom, swing, and I close out. He ain't do nothing. That's the ball. Yeah, my coach is on my ass about. Oh, you do shoot, you do highlight like, like, real artist. Right. You come down, right? Move. I like ah, pass the ball. <laughs> yep. I, I, I ain't gonna say nothing. I wait till after the game. Hey, young fella, come on, man. Because <laughs> right. I was I, in my head, because my coach is like, you know, like, pass the ball. All you do is want to shoot. I'm like, bro, I'm not a point guard, dog. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, I'm not the one. You, you got that guy of 20 million, this guy, make, those are the guys that are supposed to pass the ball, not me. I'm in here trying to get buckets and cause havoc. That, that's what you asked me to do. I'm doing what you asked me to do. And he was telling me, stop shooting. So when he told me to stop shooting, I literally. Stop shooting. I remember one time I had a fast break. Dude yeah. was chasing me. Yeah. And I dribble it down and I pass it. I was offended. I was offended. It was hot. So I was, after I the was game, offended because yeah. you know, like I, I was mentally ready for the battle. Like I <laughs> a little tiger over there. I, I gotta give him all I yeah. want. And it's like, what's, what's going on? Yeah, and I never, and I never <laughs> told you this because I never got a chance to, but I was like, you changed my whole trajectory in my career after we talked that day. Because when you told me you was like, you gotta play the way you how you got here. And play your game if they don't like it, fuck them. And when he told me that, I was like, you know what? He right. Fuck that. Fuck them. If they don't like it, fuck them. Yeah. Like, and I just after that, after that game, that's when I just turned the loop. I'm like, you know, I'ma just play it and do what I'm supposed to do. Forget what he's talking about. Wow. And it changed my whole, it changed <laughs> yeah, my whole trajectory. Every time. Hey, I. Well, no, no, it was serious though, because like I'm, 
like you know how you like you you knowing someone's about to go at your head. Yeah. And he ain't going like I, I, I pass him like, oh, the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool. And I'm like, yeah, I remember what that the fuck shit. Was that? Like, oh no, no, like May I? Of course. Lion's supposed I. to come at me. Cause you know, yesterday. Oh god. I, you, I got to give flowers. Yes. Flowers is due. I come bearing flowers, right? Nate has always been one of the greatest small men, but also greatest basketball players to ever play, right? I appreciate that. And we was at pre-draft camp together. We was roommates. You told me some gems about how to, you know, cheat the skill and how to- Oh yeah, how to get hired jump. Oh, you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember all that My shit. My dad was telling me Bro, that shit. Yeah, he, <laughs> told, he, told yeah. lot, he told me a lot of shit early on, right? Yeah. But aside from that, three-time dunk champ, you know, I always look back to the 20-year game you had in New York and how they tried to put the muzzle on you yeah. and stop your greatness, right? And aside from you being a pest, aside from you being, you know, a lot of niggas' worst nightmares on the defensive side, your game offensively, what you did in Chicago, what you was doing in Boston, like the things that you've done, I think a lot of kids need to go back and understand like how IT became IT, right. being able to get that pass of being so small, but having game. Right, it's not just about you having energy and none of that. Like you really gave buckets, you played defense, mm -hmm. and you played the game the right way. You know what I'm saying? And I always wanted to give you those flowers and be like, "Yo, you you was never dismissed as a hooper, as a nigga that can really, really, really hoop." You know what I'm saying? And you was a part of my class, so I seen you do shit that's like niggas has never seen. Like. Half court, throw it between the legs, the shit you was doing in the dunk contest. <laughs> I see you shit. do it in Tim's. <laughs> right. <laughs> in jean shorts, like Nike camp, boom, boom, between the legs. Ah, I'm like, this nigga, like, what is going on? So um, I just wanted to make sure you knew, like, that shit is not overlooked for the, for the guys who really know who. Like, Nate Robinson ain't, no, ain't no slouch. They don't, they don't really be trying to give me the credit that I deserve, too, over the years of just playing and, you know, being a little guy, bro. We get, we get looked over and, I want that guy. Oh, I want that guy. And I was like, yep. I said, long as you, I said, well, as long as I get on the court, I'm gonna show you. Oh man. I said, I'm not really gonna trip about when I where I'm picked, coach. When you put me in, when I get in the game, you're gonna know the difference, and you're gonna see that the, the temples gonna turn up when I get in the game. And that's something I was telling my son too, because uh, you know he's you know he's battling that same thing, being a little guy, and my son can hoop too. Yeah. Like he's out there dunking, doing windmills, throwing shit off the glass, and I'm like, damn, the apple don't fall too far from the tree. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. watching him hoop and do everything, he's good at everything. All my kids, like they all can, they all can play. And I'm like, I'm sorry I didn't give y'all hype, bro. I'm, I, I, that's the one thing that I wish I could give y'all. I should, I should have, I should have dated somebody six feet. Daddy, daddy should have been fucking with the volleyball, softball girl. You feel me? I should have been smart enough, but I, you know, I was going with the, for the thick, you know, little things. Like, Shouldn't have been, you know, but it's cool. You know, God blessed me with the right one. Yeah, Thank God, yeah. you know, I got the most beautiful kids. And for them, I'm like, man, this is gonna make you just work harder, bro. Like being a little dude is like an advantage. I tell people, I'm like, like, bro, we don't gotta worry about sitting no first class. We can sit regular. Everywhere we go, we, we can be fit everywhere. Good. We ain't gotta worry about people looking up. I'm like, God, how tall are you? Good. Like, they look at me, oh, bro, you're not that, you're not as short as you look. I'm like, bro, because I'll be around giants all the time, bro. I'm a little dude, yeah, they look, they be trying to size me up. I'm like, bro, listen, if you can play, you got heart, you ain't got, you, you good. I'm telling kids right now, if you got heart, you got passion, you believe in yourself, you can do anything. You, you won the dunk contest quite a few times, and those were like classic, crazy dunks. Even yeah. at your size, it doesn't matter. 
Tell me what is your favorite in-game dunk, and was it on somebody or is it just my in-game dunk? My one of my favorite in-game dunks was a follow-up that I had against uh, Houston. I knew you was gonna Jamal, say that. <laughs> Jamal <laughs> came down the court and shot some wild shot, and it went off the backboard on the other side, and I grabbed it from like my hip, and I put it back and dunked it. You can see everybody's face on Houston standing up. It's like, bro, bro, like, <laughs> like you know, and I was like, and. One of my teammates was like, bro, you got to hang on the rim long enough, like longer. And I'm like, what you mean? He was like, because you guys, Dramatics. Uh, Steve Prince, like, you got to let everybody know that was you that dunked yeah, it. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, word. Yeah, yeah all right. I'm, you know, I'm learning little little tricks and stuff. So that was my one of my favorite in-game dunks that, that I've done. Uh, but one that I've seen, probably Vince Carter got all the coolest in-game dunks ever, man. Like going baseline. Like he he made it cool to be want, to want to have hops. He was one of the first dudes that I was like, like, bro, I want bounce, bro. Like, yeah, having jumpers, cool. You know, that didn't come until later. Like, right. guys wasn't really showing yeah, the that they really had a clip yeah. Yeah, until, you know, it got later on. But guys wanted bounce. Yes. Bounce was like, if you had bounce, like, you was like, cool. So, yeah. like, when I was growing up, they had Lod and Rod twins that were dunking yes, going crazy. Bro, Lod and Rod Listen, them two were so cold. So and with the, whatever they were doing, I was like, I got to be able to do what they're doing. Bro. So that's how I learned. I learned from them. Ooh. They were number two and three yes. next to LeBron after uh, LeBron's season. Yeah, yeah, they were, they yeah. were nasty. They were like your height, little, maybe a little taller than you, but with game. Both were twins. Yeah. They both twins. Were, they were twins. They went to USC. They were there, but they were better than so the they had to twins. Yeah, two twins, but one of the curves, I feel like it dropped off at that point. Yeah, like, but the, them two, yeah. them two was cold. Our high school team, we were like number one and two in the country in scoring. Y'all went him. state that year? We want to stay eight years and then three years, two years after, so three years in a row. So I remember my dad, Marcus Johnson, he was broadcasting. Yeah. Game, he, oh, that's your pops? Yeah, but he, oh, came that's back, lit. but he came back just talking about that y'all whole crew and what y'all were Cold. doing. We was, we was, like, that's what I said. We had social media back then when we were in high school. We'd been famous before we, before, before we even touched any court. Yeah, for sure. Yo, is yeah. Marvin Williams from here? Yep, he's yeah. in Bainbridge. You gotta catch a little ferry though. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, yeah, yeah. I just remember him. I remember watching him. Yeah, but play, he, he was playing like, play soccer and shit. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, a, I remember athlete. watching Marvin Williams play. I was in the eighth he was grade. Killing. I was he was killing. He was on his squad. Yeah. And when and when he came from here, we're like, is that the same Marvin? Like we was like, we had the question, like, is that the same Marvin from from Bainbridge? We're like, we gotta catch a ferry. He made it all the way to went number two. Yeah. We were like, hold on, he went number two off Not the bench. Catch the ferry. Yeah. I was like, oh, he called. Yeah, you got to cool uh, you gotta, you gotta tell him about the the hops, though, bro, because what you told me the about the hops, right? Because he was so crazy how he was telling me, right? But it was so one thing about you, the trick about your reach. that. So when you go to NBA to do your reach and stuff, and my dad was like, when you go to your son, don't don't show him how long your arms really are. You got to just, you know, act like your arms are not that long. <laughs> and just, you know, put them up long enough, high enough, whatever. So then your vert is higher. So then it looks, oh. like, like, it looks like you're jumping even higher than what you really are mm -hmm. in your wingspan. When you're, you know, you're doing your height, you know what I'm saying, standing straight up tall, whatever, and show them, you know, kind of lean back. And he was, my dad was telling me tricks, and I was telling him, I said, that's what I'm doing. Bro, it's <laughs> crazy. But it worked. All the records. Bro. I was like, bro, I'm doing mm. all that. Not only that, he had this thing, like, because <laughs> I'm in this nigga roommate, right? So he'd be in the shower, and Steve, but he wouldn't be in the shower. He would just, like, run the water, just, like, running the steaming and steaming. And I'm like, bro, you ain't going, what you doing? He's like, nah, just relax. Go in there. But he's in the he's in the uh, he's in the room doing calf raises. Just, just boom, boom, in the boom. steamy room? Nah, the room ain't oh, steamy, oh. but the bathroom's steam. Then he run in there, five minutes, come back out. I'm like, yo, what did you do? He was like, 
That's how I got my hops. Yeah, warm it up. Yeah, I got warm my hops. Body. So he, he was warming up his calves to go in there so the steam would absorb that and help his muscles. Wow. And then, and then I would see him like jump and I'm like, yo, this nigga is not only cheating on the, <laughs> on the fucking inches, that's, but that's he's actually creative. Yeah, like, creative. Man, I'm talking about explosive type shit. So like that always had me like, Nate has got the advantage over everybody, not just the little niggas, but us was trying to figure out how to get our hops. And I'm like, okay, that's it. That's the, it. The, the funny part about now, <clears throat> now they're using, see that'll that hurt, that hurt players now on reach. So like uh, I asked somebody, I said, yo, why didn't uh, Bates, I said, why didn't Bates, is it all his, uh, his height versus his wingspan is little. Yeah, but that's what. The, but that's how all the that's all the kids are making guard players anyway in two K. You're making them long with the short arms so right. they can shoot better. Right? But it, but that's what I'm saying. It's like his arm reach. His fat, it was like. Oh, but why is that? You can put the ball in the basket. What does that matter? I hate when they do all the analytical bullshit. Yeah, that shit, that don't shit mean that blows me, bro. Like y'all say that shit for two K. Right, right. Straight up. Say that for the race because when you guys you put you put jump ball between lots of guys that can hoop. We ain't worried about. How long his arms are, <laughs> how fast he can get from here to there. Is he gonna play or is he not? Yeah, he right. lock up, can he, you know can what he hoop like, or not? Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's that's all that matters. I you know what I'm saying? I hate the ones where they say, especially at this age, like, oh, he's a volume shooter. Volume? Yeah. Oh. No, that means what the fuck does that I don't know, but he, he needs he needs 25 shots yeah. to be good. I said, I said because there's some guys that don't need that many shots but, to but be I was good. like, yeah, he needs to shoot a lot to be good. Yeah, that's at all that 19, means. cool. What the fuck does that gotta do with a career? Nothing. Like, once he learns yeah, how know. to put the ball in the basket at a high level, he becomes better. I'll, I'll take the guy who's who's shooting volume because he has the mindset. To shoot. From there, I can make the shot yep. damn better. Perfect. Yeah, yep. right. But yep. like you say, oh, yeah, we don't want him because he's a volume shooter. Y'all acting like he's 29, like this fucking prime someone. Yeah. Everybody's a volume shooter until they learn yeah. how to put the ball in. Yeah, yeah. But you the be, then you'd be a efficient shooter. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's you want. You want to be efficient. You don't want to be a volume shooter. But, 18, 19 year old, how but the kids still learn. Like 18, 19, you're still in college, yeah. supposed to be. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You're just get out of high school. Still be learning. I know you're still, still supposed to be learning. <laughs> just like the one twins. I like them. The uh, uh, Amen Thompson. Oh my God, listen, they can. When I say hoop, when I look at hoop, I say, okay, them little motherfuckers can can go. They go. They play defense. They're competing against you. Did you guys see the board they made and what they did to even make the league? And yeah, stuff? that's crazy. That's how, the, those are the stories you want to hear. I, I want to see kids say that. Like, oh, yeah, I've done, me and my brother did this. I'm competing against him. He's competing. That They're always going to be good that way. You're yeah. always going to push yourself to be the best. And even if they played in an overtime league that didn't have the much competition like everybody, and they're showing that they can play amongst the, the, the greats. What's so funny, they said those two really stopped playing because it wasn't as competitive them. Yep. That's so they only train well. with each other. Yeah, that's lit. Mm. They only train with each other. It's like, well, we, that's a blessing. we're too dominant for them, yeah. so we're just going to keep yeah, pushing that's each lit. other. And I was like, yeah, that's a good shit. Right yeah, I like, I like that. I like them too. They're going to be they're gonna be nice. When you look around the league, what other players are you impressed by, young guys, that you're watching now? Uh, let me see. I like, uh, what's your boy from, uh, from Philly, the guard. Maxi. Yeah, I like him. I like him. He's pretty decent. Like solid, solid player. Uh I mean, you got the young guy, you got Jokers. The Jokers is cold. I mean I'm like fucking with Joker right now. He tearing he tearing people up. <laughs> he doing everything. What was that guard? I know you were like that. Well, the guard is it Kansas State? 
Oh, you talking oh, about? Oh yeah, uh, uh, Mark Noble. Noble. Yeah, Noble. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Little Mister New York. You like him? Yeah, I like Mister New York. I wish he had a little bit more bounce. Yeah, I know that's the only thing. Being able to finish because that's that's the thing I seen in the in the tournament that was hard for him to finish at the rim because he can do the you know pulling up in the dimes. The New York ball, like that, that, that swag, y'all like that. But I wish he had more going, more grit, not being afraid to get in there, mm-hmm. like how I was finishing. I was like, bro, you gotta learn how to finish at the basket. Yep. Like my dad wasn't, my dad was like, he wouldn't let me shoot my threes. He was like, you shoot threes after you work out. Mm-hmm. But I'm, we're, we're, doing, we're going to mid range, and you get a mid range, nobody's gonna be able to stop you because your mid range, you can stop in the middle. You're gonna go to the hole and finish because you want to dunk on people. Yeah. So it's gonna be easy. You, you just gotta finish. But we're gonna work on. I worked on mid range. I worked on coming out pick and roll, and then I shot threes later. Like later on, I didn't really shoot threes in high school like that. I did all my shit was pull up to the hole, dunking, having fun. And then when I got, I think my third year when I got to college, my shot got better over time. And just my junior year, that's when I really focused on it. And I ended up shooting like forty five percent from the field, from three, mm. fifty from the field. So I was it was solid. And I just started working on my, my three ball when I was going to the league. I was like, all right, I got to knock this three down. And that's what I just, that's all I focused on all summer. I didn't do no pick and roll, nothing. All I did was straight shoot. shoot. Every day I woke up in the morning, I just went to go shoot, 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 shoot. Yep. And I was like, that's, that's the one thing I was missing. I was like, once I get that, then, then I'm going to be a part and I'll be able to survive in however many years I need to play. So we knew about you on the West Coast, obviously, Pac-10. You had our respect. I remember the scouting reports, like, yo, I think even first time we played you, like, it's going to be the second when you see him out there, but he's beating shit, he's getting to the ball, he's doing all types of stuff. But I think about that tip jam on North Carolina State. Oh, man, I'm going to be Roy's miss. Yeah, that uh, that kind of put me on the, on the map. Yeah, that's what I said. Because, you know, a lot of people out there didn't know, like, if you guys could just be in my shoes and just listen to what people would say about being guys being short, though, some vicious shit. <laughs> like, real vicious. Like, you'd be like, damn, like, you guys are cold. <laughs> Fans are cold. Yeah. And... Then when you do something like that, it shuts them up, and they're like, like they've never seen some shit like that before from somebody so little, you know. It's like, you know, and this is, then it's a stamp. You know, I stamp myself and let people know, like, yo, I'm here, I'm here to play, and I'm here to compete. That was my thing. I wanted to compete against the best. I didn't care who you were. Like when I came out in the league and I was working out, I was trying to work out with the Chris Pauls. They were they were taking no workouts with me. Nope. I was trying to work out with Raymond Felton, all nope. the guys that were way before me. I was trying to work out with Alder. We worked I seen, out. And I, I, I seen a couple of them, yeah. a couple times, and you gotta ask them what I did. <laughs> and it was it wasn't that nice. I made them understand like what training and working out one on one with me was about. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna show you guys because I'm not I'm not taking no L. I need to show y'all like yeah I could I could have been number one draft pick if I was six two six one like easy. To me, I'm looking at him like, y'all just looking at him. He only says 6'2", 6'1". He ain't say 6'5". I don't care. I, I need to do that. Yes, I know. I need to be number one. If I was CP and them guys hype, oh, oh, man, it would have been over. It would have been over. Because I, I I know how I was bringing it. And then they wouldn't have labeled me as just a you know a football guy or whatever. Because when I got drafted, all they showed was my football highlights. They didn't show really. They showed a couple dunks, but they showed all my football shit. I was like. What That's is that? Deceiving, bro. Why y'all show that? I'm like, bro, don't, don't show that. Like, show my hoop skills. I, I think sometimes when you see football players, like, get drafted, right, it just lets you know how gifted the person is. Yeah, you right? see Iverson. Like, you got yeah, you just Tony like, Gonzalez. You know what I'm saying? You got different guys that could hoop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was, for us, we just, you know, we, we just want something to do. We want to show guys that we can, you know, you can do both. Because people say, oh, yeah, can basketball players play football? It depends on what type of build you are. You know, what type of, are you physical? Because there's different guys like Westbrook. I would love to see Westbrook play safety. 
What? And if he's physical and he ain't scared to hit, man, he's probably one of the best safeties to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Different guys that played. Uh, Bledsoe, he'd have been a cold running back man. or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? The guys that are, you know, strong with big physique. Yeah, yeah. Man, they can yeah. play, they, they can play the game. You know what I'm saying? They can play football. Linebacker. You I play football? quarterback. Quarterback. You look like a linebacker, though. I look like one now. Now he's a now. Back in the day, he was skinny back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I look like one now. So, you know, when you look at the league now versus when you play, what are the biggest differences that you see? We were talking about this a little bit before the show. Everybody got multiple coaches, multiple trainers. You know, I know you talked about back in the day, you had to pay a kid to come rebound for you versus what it looks like now. So what, you know, what difference do you see on the court and with the preparation? I just, I mean, it's it's a little softer for sure. <laughs> no, I'm just saying because yeah. when we play, like, the guys that were getting the calls were the guys like Iversons, the guys that you had to really, like, you couldn't really touch. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, guys that were creative, like Bill, that knew how to, that knew how to foul, and, you know, get the mm-hmm. foul, and get the lay. Like, we weren't, like, we wasn't, Built on the like we didn't really I don't know flopping flopping just came what last ten years yeah ten years yeah, yeah. Devin Harris. Devin yeah Harris he was used one to yeah he, he was, was, he was oh he was so annoying Genova, but I'm like, Genova but I'm like, but damn, too. like when did it be every time somebody get hit in the armor and they net going back like they getting murdered or something they're getting these free throws I'm like bro like that's not hoop to me like bro I, I would be mad at somebody doing that like bro just hoop dog you were trying to get a foul and go to the free throw line to say that like to say you're killing like you because you're shooting twenty free throws yeah. And you only got you only made four shots the whole game. You're four for seventeen with twenty five <laughs> points. Like, bro, that's not you're not hooping. Not hooping. You know what I'm saying? People they see that. Oh man, this kid had this many points. But I say, how many shots did he take? How many shots did he make? And how many did he take? Like, yeah. you guys got to be more. Are we talking about efficiency? Or are we just talking about getting them up and just trying thinking that you're hooping? It's just trying deceiving to get the numbers. Deceiving what y'all do. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So what are some of the things about today's game that you do like that's better than when you played? Uh, just the like, just. How guys building these kids, bro? They're more athletic. They're, they're they're just way better now. You know what I'm saying? Like guys, like you see LeBron when he came up. Oh my God, he's we ain't gonna never see this again. Now we're seeing that shit every fucking year. Yep. Guys that well, can play like that, that can move, can shoot. Guys that are shooting, like you said, way better than what they were when they first came in the league. Like it's it's it's, it's getting crazy. It's getting scary. And social media. Yeah. Social, social media is the biggest thing. It. Like I mean, if social media was like today. If you were doing a dunk contest, social media today. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be crazy. It'd be, you know, it'd be crazier. Especially the creativity of how they play, like the moves they do, the things that they can think of, right? Yeah. Like, wasn't like the jump stop with jump stop and then that extra step? That was a, a travel. travel. That's travel. They don't try that no yeah, more. No, that's LeBron, 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 the one, LeBron did that shit. He started doing that hop stepping and taking two steps and then dunking off of, yeah. off of coming down from a jump stop. I'm like, bro, after this, you got to go up. They're taking two more steps. Nah. It's crazy. That gather, they like to say. No. <laughs> nah, I ain't with that. That was creative. The zero step, like the, the concept of it, right? Like, well, one off the two step, nah, or off the, the one. The zero step where you bounce and step and your at step the same and time. Yeah. And, then, and then you catch it. Then it's one two. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, wow. I seen James like, Harden do. I seen James Harden do a double euro step. Oh god. And everybody thought he traveled, and then they watched it again, and he didn't travel because. He did the move, Euro step caught it, and Euro stepped again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody stopped and was like, bro, what did he just we didn't know what he did. And he was like, then we watched it again. He's like, bro, this dude just did a double Euro step <laughs> way before his time. Like he did it as the move, caught it, and then did it again. And they were like, people were travel. They were like, travel. They were like, they didn't know what it was until they slowed it down. And they were like, wow. So people are being more creative now. Yeah. No. Like, you know what I'm saying? Back in the day, I watched every every Johnson. I I watch I watch film and just how the old, old, old games come on, I watch them. This shit is boring. Yeah. Like, bro, Avery, yeah. 
they're backing up. He don't want to shoot. I'm like, bro, you wouldn't have lasted in our league. <laughs> we'd have been, we'd have been tearing him up. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, like, bro, yeah, he yeah, waited yeah, 20 years yeah, doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get out of here, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get out of here, bro. I'm yeah. like, bro, no. That's the only thing, only thing we had was like and one mixtape back. Yeah, back in the day. That was the only thing we had. And then y'all mixtape when y'all was doing it. Oh yeah. Y'all. Wait. VHS though. Yeah, VHS. Back in the day. 99. Please be kind and rewind. Yeah, rewind. Straight from production. The question, they put though, action. Right? as far as you know, you being one of the guards that changed the game for the little man, right? Like, literally, you changed the game between you and Isaiah, uh -oh. right? The matchup has always been a conversation of like who would win the matchup. <laughs> Isaiah already said, Isaiah Isaiah already said he, he would win, he, like, he, he, he don't, he don't care. Gonna he always say he's always, yes, he, he didn't say it'd be anybody, he said it'd be anybody, he said it'd be anybody. We would, of course, listen, that's always gonna be that he feels that he feels that. But what Zeke don't understand is that if I'm if if, if I'm Nate Robinson back when I played in my, my when am I, bro, you're not you're gonna have to pick up the full court. He hated playing against me. Ask him. Why regardless, of, regardless of how much he wants to say he was better and whatever, he hates to play against me because he know I'm not playing that shit. I'm not playing that he shit. knows that. He knows that just as much as you can shoot now, I, I can. I'm, but I'm going to know. I'm. I'll dunk on you. Yes, <laughs> I'll yeah, dunk that's on you. You want to do this and be shooting? I'm not. I'm. You're gonna have to cook me to literally get any shot you want. And that's not happening. Right. Wow. And he knows that. Why y'all never caught a fate? Like never. Because it's the age. No, we played. No, it was a, no, but, no we played against each time. other many yeah. times and hooped and, run, yeah. and runs and stuff. We, we we get the best of each other. We play, but I I don't. I'm telling myself this is this is all fun and games. But like we play in the league in the games. I tell my coach I'm not playing right today. I tell my coach I'm not, he's, on, he's on the other side. I'm not playing right because he's gonna go out. I'm going at him. Anytime he goes down the score, I'm shooting the ball. Like, don't don't look for me to play the right way today, coach. It is what it is, and I don't care about winning, losing, none of that. that. I don't wanna. I'm cooking here. I I go, go, go back to the it's, games it's and watch the film. It's the with Seattle. It's personal. It's like that. It is. It is. This is an unwritten rule in the NBA, right? You get traded. You get traded to a team. When your team comes back, oh, it's it's already unspoken. I'm not myself. Know, I'm not myself. I got I got traded. <laughs> the next game, I played the team. I, I played the Knicks. The very next day, oh, I got wow. traded one day, and then the next day they came to Boston, and we played them. What's up? I had like 13. We won, but I was just like, yeah, where I'm at you. I'm What's up? I want to show y'all. Y'all traded me. Okay, yeah, it's 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 popping. I want to show you why. Yeah, I don't care if I miss a hundred shots. I'm yeah. shoot. I'm going at every guard yeah. person. And the edge of my score, I'm looking at the bench, the coaches. Yeah. It's not personal to my teammates. All to the coaches. All to the coaches. All to the coaches. Coaches are the big are a big reason why a lot of guys don't blossom to be who they're supposed to be. Talk about it. It's the coaches, bro. They keep you on these. They put you in these cages. You know what I'm saying? I, I've been a part of it many times, bro. I've been New in the doghouse. For no that's reason. Listen, when I say for nasty. no reason, I'm not gonna say I wasn't a problem child. And I wasn't a little, a little, a little kid. You know, I wasn't a little immature growing up when I first came to the league. I mean, I said, shit, it's the NBA. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Right. You know, I'm, I'm a kid, 20 years old, coming out from white. Like, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know how to act. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm, I'm learning. I'm a new father. Like, bro, I'm learning that all this shit is new to me. So I was just like, shit, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy every day. Even if we lose it, nigga, we got 81 more games, shit. Nigga, let's lace them up and let's play again. We lose again. Oh, we got to get another one next day. Like, that's how I feel. For 20 a game, averaging 20 a game to not, like. But that's, but, but that's, that's where the conversation came from. That shit is crazy. When I'm watching it, I'm like, well, hold on. Nah, that's I'm not gonna, who I'm, I'm with. Gonna take, I'm going to take you to shoot, but 
Like going forward, goddamn yeah. it, don't do that no more. Don't do it no more. You're supposed to come at me. You, Kill yeah. me. He like, told you know how to play defense like that, man. You're supposed to come, <laughs> you're supposed to come <laughs> at me, man. I was offended. He was so mad. He was like, bro, don't do that shit again. And I was like, all right, but bro, I ain't gonna do it no more. I was like, you were my favorites. I watched you packed in. You know, I told him I was like, bro, my coach be on my ass, bro, and I don't know what to do. Bro. Like he was telling me one thing and telling me another, and I'm like, I'm sitting here confused. I said, man, this guy had me feeling like I picked the wrong sport. I want to go play football now. I want to go hit somebody. Nate, you got to understand this, bro. Like, when we look at the fucking box scores on the plane, we see the DMPs. We see that, like, that's what one thing I knew I was going through when I wasn't playing. I knew you was going through it because I was seeing it. And I'm yeah. like, if this nigga Nate at 20 a game is getting this treatment, I don't have a fucking chance in the yeah. world. Man, man, that's what me and Will Bottom got close. Cause he was going yeah. through the same thing. I was going through on the other side. Uh, he, he was in Detroit. Detroit, you yeah, know, killing niggas. Yeah, me and him, just me and him, me and him got real close over the years. Just you know, talking about our you know our, our paths and, and what we had to go through and not getting the opportunity, and not getting the chance because we were little guys, bro. They don't they don't respect the little guy, and I don't and I don't like that, bro. And yeah. it makes me mad because I'm like, I looked at Zeke and what he did, averaging 29. Last person to do that was Iverson, and he was unstoppable. Yep. And you guys are just gonna label him, not want to give him his bread because he's a little guy. I said, bro, that that speaks, that speaks like it's, it's disgusting to it's me. Disgusting, yeah. bro. Like, and Emerson, it's not even cool. Like, you guys are really putting this man because his parents are short and he he a short dude. And then now you guys are just gonna have nothing to do know, with hoop. Nothing to do with basketball. Just let him hoop and do what he's supposed to do. And then you see what he do. You know what I'm saying? Like, then you see what it should fall. Pay the man and do what he's supposed to do. Just like when I came up, I'm like, I just want an opportunity to show I can play. So when I got to Chicago and they everybody was hurt. I was like, oh, this they gotta play I me. Said, they gotta play me now. <laughs> no matter what I do, no matter what, I was like, cool. I just came to practice, worked hard, did everything Tibbs asked. I never miss a practice, never miss a preseason game, postseason game, playoff, whatever. I did everything. That was the one season I played everything without being hurt, nothing. And I showed them. I was like, I want to show y'all I can play. I'm not gonna sit here and go back. I'm not gonna be dunking hella. Nah, I want you guys to see that I can that play basketball. Was that, your best? Like, was that, that was my best. That was my best complete season I played in the league because that was the one time I got to actually play and not be a guy, you know, going to score, just going in and get the crowd pumped. Yeah, like they was using me for like yeah emergency purposes. Oh, push sure. it, break the glass. Nate, go in there. I'm like, I'm like, I can really go play and go for thirty if you guys really want me to. Right yeah. That's not a problem. I can go do that. Let's let me. Who's going to change the tempo? Go. Exactly. Yeah. I know. That's how I do. And it's funny because I used to do shit like this. Like you know, I used to walk to my coaches and do this. Yeah. Unlock me. Unlock me. Unlock me. Unlock me. I'm going straight in. Get the crowd up. Like you know, like you know what's about to go down when I get the game. I'm turning up. <laughs> like I used to go to my coaches, but they be laughing. They be like, no, do that. Unlock it. Unlock it. Y'all got me shackles. Let me out. I got the shackles off. Now it's time that's to go. That's fucking great. That's now it's time great. to go move. That's tough. I, I, I used to do that. Let me out. I can coaches. see it. Hey, let me out. Get in. Let yeah. me out. Let me out. Coach. No, because no, it was a story when me and B Jennings went at each other. I ended up getting them kicked out of the game because I was getting under his skin, fucking with him, right? So so one game, so one game, uh, we were going back and forth, but he came in the fourth and was killing. And I was on the bench. He was like, get the game. Nigga, he was talking shit to me. <laughs> he was here like four or five threes in a row. I was doing my little swing. He was, he was flying on me and shit. I said, come put me back in the game. Right now, put me back. I'm hot. So they won the game. And we played them the next day again. We had to fly to Milwaukee. To Milwaukee, yeah. But in the paper, he was like, man, little Nate know not to get me mad. So I was like, all right, B. Yeah, yeah, I said, yeah. all right, cool. So yeah. then it was turn up time. So my teammates were all talking shit. We playing tomorrow. What yep, you want to do? Yep, I was like, yep, watch. Yep, so I yep. said, watch. So then when the, the, the warm up came, you know, you had to take that long ass walk. And then they were 
one minute right there when you walked yep, in. Yep. I bumped him. I was like, yeah, it's personal today, B. <laughs> Real personal today. Yep. I was talking shit to all the time. I said, well, yep. I'm at his ass today. Yep. He but he said he busted our ass yesterday. I said, it's on today. Yep. I remember Man, that. I went at his head, no, I bro. That. Yeah, got no, him kicked out the game. We ended up winning. And I was like, I told you. I said, I'm not playing. It was so much fun to go back and forth. It was like, I was warned. I was warned early because Marquise Daniels yeah, and Monte was that. like, yo, I'm just letting you know right now, Nate out there getting ready for you. Know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I just See me, yeah, I just did what I was doing. No, he did. Yeah. He had 34. I remember. I remember the oh. when yeah, I say killing, he got cooking, and then nobody could stop him. He was coming up picking where I was no, like, and it's left. I mean, he was in Chicago. Yeah, I that shit was lit. That, time. Yeah, nah, yeah. that was a, that was a good little rivalry nah, right there, bro. That shit was lit. I was back and forth. I got kicked out. I was like, this motherfucker. Yeah, he was talking shit. I took a little charge. What did he do to get you kicked out? I was just kept fucking with him, but I was just fucking with him the whole time, grabbing him and doing some shit. Yeah, yeah. He came off the bench though. I think he me with a back door. Oh, I got it dunked. Dunked it. Yeah. It was like, it was like, ooh, I was like, and you know, Milwaukee, we playing against Chicago, so they fans. The fans yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm hearing all, I'm like, here we go again. Like, another D-Rose. That shit was lit, bro. I had a, I had a blast yeah. that game. Yeah, those were battles, man. Those were good battles. You so, say so your best year in Chicago playing for Tibbs. Uh, mm. We hear different stuff about him and his relationship with players, but what was that experience like for you playing with him? How successful do you think you'd be in New York with this squad? Uh, I mean, I think I'll be highly successful. Tibbs opened up a different mindset for me as a player. He had me really, you know, being a student of the game, you know, like watching film and, you know, knowing the plays and knowing what to do. So when I was in the game, it was everything was just off field. I didn't have to worry about nothing and worry about making a mistake or doing whatever. I was hooping and I just ran the team. And he made me comfortable with, you know, everything we did because we literally did the same thing every day. We go over our defensive, you know, principles. We go, we just, everything was defense. Offense, we ran, you know, when guys, he said, God, offense, it fluctuates. You're going to make shots. You're going to miss shots. But one thing that can't change is our way we rotate and the way we talk on defense. And that was the difference. We had guys like Joe Kim Noah and Luau Dang, Jimmy But We had defensive guys that could play offense and anybody can get hot at any time. Then we had guys like Rip Hamilton, the OG, that can come in and just, we just needed him to score. Come off curls. We're going to feed you the ball. You know, we had, we had our set guys that we, that we had that worked for us and, and on, like we had a decent seed. They had they had us pick last in our conference and all that. We ended up making the playoffs and going to the second round, losing to Miami. Uh, but that 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 group was special. I was hoping they were gonna bring me back. So then D Rose come back that year, and then now they got me come off the bench with D Rose starting. Yep. That yep. would have been perfect. Yeah, that would have been. You know scary. what I'm saying? But they didn't want to give a chance. Oh, we don't we don't have enough money for you. <laughs> we just paid. I said, bro, stop it. You don't gotta. You guys didn't even offer me, even though what, yeah, I, what, what I was you would say yes I'm not or no to. Yeah. To me, twenty-five million is a lot of fucking money, bro. You don't know, like, you don't know what I would take. So don't yeah. say what you, you know. What was that's just a that's just a cop out. But that you know was what I'm saying? Thing. So then it was cool, which I was like, all right. Then I had to go settle for Denver for some bullshit. And that was the thing, though, with you, though. You had such value at the time for you to take the one year deal. After that, you took yeah. the one year in Denver. I took a two year deal in Denver. I just two took two years like, yep, like, for a six million. That was it. So I, I remember when you took that deal, I'm like, man, it's done got to the point where niggas like Nate got to take the two yep, year. The little two year, because I'm thinking, who, who was it? It was, I think it was Patty Mills that started the tape. And they all had come off the bench and they were comparing yeah. different guys. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I don't, I said, first of all, I don't count nobody else's pockets, bro. So don't tell me what Patty did. I don't right. care. Right. They ain't got nothing to do with me. That's a, he's a whole different player than I'm, than I am. You know what I'm saying? I say he ain't win three tough slam dunk contests. He don't put people in the seats like me. Right. Nobody come to watch him play basketball. Man. No disrespect. And Nice as fuck. 
know what I'm saying? But nobody's coming to. Oh, I want to go see. They're coming to see Nate Robinson <laughs> play. They're not going to see Patty. They're not going to see Patty Mills. Your jersey is in you know, the stores, ass. bro. Yeah. You feel they're me? Like still, still today, they're still Man. in the store, still buying the jersey, it's still in yeah. there. So I'm like, bro, I don't even hoop no more, and people still. I be mean, saying I watch Nick games all the time. Number four, I watch Nate Robinson. I don't even gotta look. I know. I know for a fact. I know for a fact. I didn't see him in the play. I'm like, oh yes, Nate Robinson. I know that's number four. I know what that is. Like people know what it is. And for me, it was bigger to get the respect like that from the fans. That's why when I was in New York, I was doing shit like going to play at West Fourth Street during the season. Like, oh y'all don't want to play me? I'm going to play in New York Sports Club League. Cooking, going for thirties and forties. Hell yeah, I did all that. <laughs> I did it all. Bro. I'm dead ass. Uh, I was going to Harlem. I, mean, yeah. I was going to Rucker. I did yeah. all that. I was like, you guys are not going to yeah. stop me from doing what I love. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, what I'm saying the people was like, well, how do you be ready for the game? I said they don't play me, so I get DMP. I'm sitting there waiting. <laughs> Crazy. Cool. Yeah. Crazy. Go after the game, get in the shower, go home. Y'all going home? Yeah. I'm going to go hoop. I'm going to the gym. Yep. I go yep. to the sports club. That's just open yep. 24 hours. Yep. Instead of going to the Knicks facility, y'all don't want me in there. Man, certain times cool. I'll go to the I'll go to the sports club, go twenty four hour fitness, and go in there and hoop Wait, with regular guys. They were kicking huh? you out of the- Not really kicking you out, but they had a time where like they stopped having guys go up there because guys were bringing their friends and they were fucking up the oh, practice facility oh, and no, doing dumb shit. So they did, started man. doing. They stopped doing that. You know what I'm saying? So it's a liability issue. So I was like, I'm I go to the sports club. So I went to the sports club and I was hooping, made friends and. Uh, met you know new people and shit. It was cool. It was a vibe. No, it was a really a vibe. It was really a vibe, bro. I was like, this is my garden. I'm gonna treat this like this. Man, I had people showing up, you know, playing games, trying to autograph, taking pictures with people. It was cool. It was all love. I would go to Brooklyn and who outside. Yeah. I would go everywhere. That's one and people thing about was New like, York. man, that's one thing. That's one love thing about New York. York. And they were like, man, they's a people person. I said, I am. I just, I just want to hoop. I don't go nowhere. No security. No nothing. Be me and my homie. Just one person, bro. I'm here. Nobody fucking with me. I'm showing love, like bro. I just want to hoop. Dog. I'm here to hoop. That's one thing I about want New York. Here, man. They here. love it, man. Yeah, that, they love that they, shit. They energy just alone makes you just want to hoop. Every it's time. so much fun, bro. Like, so yeah. let's talk about Jimmy Butler a little bit. Was your teammate Gil talked about this a lot? He was viewed as a cancer at a lot of the places he went prior to Miami, but now they go to the finals. He's viewed as a winner. So what was your experience like with Jimmy Butler as a teammate? Man, I had to bring that out of Jimmy, man. Honestly, when I was when I was there, I kind of brought that that dog out of him because he was only a defensive guy. And I'm like, bro, you're so much better than just being a defensive dude. But reward yourself when you're playing good D. Reward yourself on offense. You can play, bro. We run the offense. And I'm like, bro, when I pass you the ball, you don't shoot. We playing four on five, bro. Yeah. You, ain't, you ain't even trying to be aggressive. Right. Like, I used to have to tell him, like, bro, be more aggressive. And then, so he was like, he used to call me, like, Nate, what you doing? Shit, I'm at the gym right next door to my apartment. I had a little apartment in uh, Skokie in uh, Chicago. And I would go to this, I forgot what it was called, but it was like a 24 hour fitness. And I would go in there and get shots up every day. I wouldn't even go to the Bull facility. I would just go there. Every day after practice, I would go there and go shoot. All gym to myself. Nobody in there but me. I'm like, this is perfect. I would go in there and shoot. Jimmy, like, what you doing, Nate? I said, I shot at the gym. Come pull up. And me and him would just shoot and play one on one. And that's one motherfucker that I couldn't beat one on one. The one. Only I beat a lot of good dudes. And he was the one dude I could not beat one on one. And we would play and we would shoot. And he'd be like, bro, how do you get in the game and just play so free? I'm like, because it's only a game, bro. I don't, I don't care about. I really don't care about the, the, the reward at the end. I just want to hoop. I want to. I want to compete. Yeah. I want to show people I love to play basketball. That's what basketball is. It's a game. They take it so serious. Bro, yeah. it's not even that serious. I'm like, that's why y'all be scared when y'all get in the moment. I don't. I don't get. I don't get shitty, shitty, scared in the moments because I. I enjoy it. I embrace the time and just having fun playing against the best of the best. I'm like, oh, I heard about him. Oh, he's when he's the best. All right, cool. I want to show him who I am. 
yeah, I'm tough too. But you know, I just yep. sit back and chill and let let you guys get all the love. You know, I'll get it one day. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll show them by just doing all the little things. And when Jimmy started to come to my workouts and start to hoop with me and start working on this stuff that I was working on, and my dad gave gave me gyms growing up. I just did those same things. I didn't have no trainer. I was in the gym working my pull-up, doing that shit a thousand times. Come up behind the back, pull-ups, transition, pull like like Chauncey. Pull-up three, I was doing that. I was going, so if I shot the ball and it went on another court, I'd go shoot on another court. Three, shoot another three on the other. I'll just keep going all until, until I got tired. Until I got tired of doing it. Then I'm not going home. It's time to go home, shoot my free throws, make my 100 or whatever. And I just did my routine. And I was like, I know how to hoop. And I told Jimmy, you do too. And once he, once, and once all that, that season left, and I went to what's it? That's when he started blossoming offensively. That's when he started turning up more offensively. And I was like, I kind of gave Jimmy his little push. That's what I think. I think I gave Jimmy his little push. He may not agree to it or not, uh, you know, confess to it, but ask him. I used to go hoop. He used to come. And he used to he used to be a part of my little. We gonna take you at your word. We don't even need that. Nah, it's right. dead ass. This, this are, these are facts. These are facts. So last question for you: three-time slam dunk champion, dunk contest has been very mid. Do you think it's time for the NBA just to get rid of it, or what can they do to make nah, it? Nah, man, exciting? what they need to do, they need to have, they need to just bring in, every NBA player that's in the league needs to go out and find one, whoever's the best dunker is around the world, and bring them to help them with the dunk contest. I think that that would be kind of cool, like a, kind of like a team buddy thing. A coach? That will go, not a coach, but that you can, like, you can sub in this guy to go dunk for my points to get to the finals so I can show you what I can do. So it's like, and then it's adding them. With the dunk, because there's some like if you see some of the dunkers that you do are so crazy that they will exactly they'll be yeah. every NBA player that's doing dunk contest because what they're doing is like they're really practicing it every day. They're really going into the gym dunking back behind without without looking like nobody's thinking about doing this in the dunk. Like because you, you're not gonna do it in a game, right? But you're not thinking about doing that in the dunk contest. So some of the dunks that I see now, I'm like, damn, I wish I would have been thinking about doing those. I could have did those easy. Do you think? Do you think if they like this is this is what I was thinking. If there was an outside dunk contest first, right, and the person who wins it, he is in the dunk contest. Well, that would be kind of fire, too. if he's in the dunk contest, what ends up happening is because we then watch what he can, can do. do. It, it Everybody else. Like, oh, shit, I got to really. Bring your A game and really study and really, yeah. Because for the most part, did you ever practice any of your dunk? Honestly, I did. I mean, I just, I, so what we used to do after, after we got done hooping, everybody got done hooping, we're shooting around. Guys start throwing shit off the wall, start doing crazy shit. Mm -hmm. So that's when we started to learn how to dunk after who? After we already burnt out and done all, we're, we're throwing the ball, we're trying, everybody's trying to dunk. And that's how we learn how to do dunk contests and shit. We just start dunking, seeing what who can do what. And once I start seeing what other people are doing, I was like, well, shit, let me just try it. Yeah, I just started trying every dunk that they did. I said, if you can do it, I can do it. Mm -hmm. So I started doing it. Once I started doing every dunk that they were doing, they were like, man. Try this. They're like, they try this one. I'm like, bro, I didn't even thought about that. Yeah. So then that's when I started learning how to throw off the glass and go between the legs. I was like, it's all about time. Yep. That's all it is. You jump the high, it's all about time. You can get the timing off of it and all that. You can do almost any dunk. You can. Like the one kid that almost did, you see the one dude from, that's a dunker, an influencer. He almost did double between the legs. Like whoever you want to think about, bro, you know, once, <laughs> 2K. okay, but twice. That's a 2K and almost get out of it, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> he got mount. What? what? Which he, one? The, oh, the taller one? The taller one. Yeah, the 15 year old. He's taller than all of them yeah. now. He, he did grew a 360 so over someone. Like, you know how you what? jump he over got someone? That much yes. He did, he did a 360 oh, it started, over. It started it it now. It's going like, crazy. He, he opened up his legs at the perfect time. Oh, my God. Like, what the 
Yeah, that's it. It's getting, it's getting scary yeah. out because his dad, he see what he been doing in the big three. He dunking still. the head at the rim still. The art dunk, so the two dunk test the contest he won. He didn't practice one dunk. He just did them all. I remember it was like, all He right, said that one of y'all said, jump, jump between the legs and just yeah, and try so it. I, so I was like, hey, throw it up. I'm about to throw it up and then and then do it. He was like, all right. So he, <laughs> he just, was trying to think so about it. So he up and then ran to it. And then he's like, oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got that. Never tried it. That's crazy. Yeah, but see, though, that's when the bounce come where it surprise it surprises you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like when I did my dunk, I was mad when I had to do it 15 times, bro. I, I do it. Yeah, bro, yeah, I do that. So it. I used to walk from the free throw line and do it. Like it was All nothing. The time. And so and I'm like, and it was of course a lot of people. It's a little different when you're in you know a different environment because mm-hmm. that that kind of messed me up. Like, damn, there's cameras, there's people. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. I gotta make this, and I'm, yeah, I'm too yeah. stubborn. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care if I don't win. I'm just, I gotta make this. I, I'm gonna do it. I made this too many times not to be able to do it. So, uh, I just I had to finish it, man. And I think one dunk that I wish I would have done it was put the put my arm in the rim. I wanted to show people that that's how high I really am when I'm dunking. I wanted that. I, that was one of my favorite dunks, even though it was basic, but it's hard because being five nine doing it looks it looks fake. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's so fake doing it. Camera trick. It looks so fake. People are like, bro, there's, there's no way you're. When they see me, they're like, bro, you really was jumping out. I'm like. Yeah, man. <laughs> 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 Your mind is like, yeah, man. You know, try. Well, man, we appreciate you. Man, anytime, time, man. Thank y'all, up. bro. Yes, I had sir, to come man. pull up here, man. It was good to see y'all. It was definitely good to see y'all. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.